What's happening? Hey, Nick. It's good to see you. It's good to hear you, Tyler. Well, well I see you. Yeah, but everybody else is going to hear us. Yeah, that's true. So uh, this week we are playing a game about capturing pandas. Before we get to that, I have one question for you. Yeah? Are you hungry? For panda? No. Yeah. <laughs> for bamboo? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we Why were going are you hungry to... for panda? Well, I don't What's know. wrong with Never you, man? People eat bear, I think. Yeah. Not pandas, but who knows? Pandas are an endangered species, buddy. I don't keep up on that. Clearly. I mean, are they endangered if you don't know they're endangered? Yes. Yeah, I know. I know. Tree falls <laughs> in the woods? Come on. Well, I don't know where you were going with that one, but this week we were playing Takanoko. Yeah. And, uh, which is not Takedo, which I always mix them up. So do I. So I actually, um, when, we, when we were talking about games, I put Takanoko on the list, and I thought it was... Machikoro? Machikoro, yeah. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even explain to you how far apart those two games are. Yeah. So when we decided to, when we actually got here to play the game, um, and you said you were disappointed. Yeah, I went over and looked at the box. <laughs> it was a completely different game. <laughs> well, hey, that's like, how happy Takenoko and Takayo. I get because the names are literally like four or five letters difference, and they sound almost the same. Yeah. <laughs> but Machi Koro. That's not even close. Hey, we're just here living life, doing what, uh, following the will of the force. You do, and you, Tyler. That's that's how this thing ended up. Uh, well, let's get started. Let's talk about yeah. Takanoko. Uh, so we both had played before in the past, yeah. right? So it wasn't our first game. It'd been like a couple years since I played this game, though. Yeah. So it was almost like playing it fresh again. Yeah. We just played the base version of Takanoko. We yep. didn't use the Chibi's expansion. Um, have you played the Chibi's expansion before? Uh, I think so i think i demoed it i don't know if i've actually played it though. okay so we may talk about that a little yeah. bit later uh but let's just talk about the base game so yeah. takanoko is pretty cool actually uh very cute box it is like it's got very cartoony art to it um and like there's even a actual cartoon on the first page of the rule book as well <laughs> which is you know i, I don't want to say like add substance but it's kind of neat it's an interesting way to uh intro you to the game and kind of give you the backstory of why you were playing this game why there's a panda in your garden yeah. eating all of your bamboo <laughs> but yeah it definitely adds spice to the rule book i've seen some dull ones yeah um but i do like the story i think that yeah. actually adds to it as well because there was quite a debate about what we were doing uh before the game started and well, i think initially the question was so are we the panda are we the gardeners are we what are we like what yeah, are we doing here? the comic answers that question. It we, does. Yeah, we are the gardeners in charge of the bamboo garden. Well, we're in charge of the garden. Yeah, and then we tell the gardener what to do. The emperor releases this panda into the garden, and we're supposed to just take care of it. Now yeah, he's because a hungry it's his panda. panda. We are. We have to bear the consequences. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Tyler brought all the puns. That today. might have been a joke I heard somewhere else. So that's rough. Don't give me any credit. 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 You're getting no credit, for sure. <laughs> Give me them credits. <laughs> um, no credits in this game. No. Let's talk about the mechanics here. Yeah. Uh, so, realistically, what we're doing is, like, adding to a player board and manipulating it yep. as a group. Yep. And then we have different goals for that group, which is super cool, actually. Uh, I remember discussing this concept with you about a different game a while ago. I don't think it was on, on the air, but... Uh, I forgot Takanoko existed, and now that I played it, 
I realized that that's been done before. That's cool, though. Yeah. I mean, this game's been around for a while. I don't remember the exact release date, but it's been a minute. For so. sure. Yeah, but realistically, um, I love the fact that you get to use your actions are tied to a die. Yeah. And, uh, well, one of your actions is tied to, your, yeah. to the die. I like that the whole mechanic is basically you're going to get probably three actions a turn. Mm -hmm. One of those is going to be randomized by this die, but you get to pick the other two. Um, yeah. So I do like that there is a little bit of randomness to the game, and really it's kind of like a, the bonus action you get to get, you yeah. get to do each turn. It's not always the same as the actions that you could take either. Right. So it can be more powerful or less powerful, depending on what you want to do that turn. It may let you do the same action twice. Like it, It's interesting. I do like it a lot. Yeah. I, like the, I like the randomness that that adds into your turn, too. For sure. And, and the die, it doesn't actually equate to an action, but it, it, it also means that the math for... Um, like your action economy isn't as straightforward as like three actions is better than two actions. Because right. sometimes you might just want to score a bunch of points. Right. Uh, yeah, actually, we didn't even talk about that. Um, I mean, you win this win. game by scoring points with the cards. That yeah. is the most important part of this game. Yeah. And I think that the, the cards are... I wanted, I don't want to say like too diverse because it's just the base game. Maybe they expanded upon that later. But uh, they're, they're really straightforward. Yeah. Um, there was a, actually, I liked the goals. They were easy to understand. Mm -hmm. But it did feel kind of weird when, like, some of the goals you could just achieve pretty easily but get more points for. Yeah. Um, so well, maybe there's that, a That really happens later in the game once you've got a lot of different stuff going on on the mm -hmm. board. If you happen to draw a card that, like, already exists on the board, you just sort of get lucky with that, mm -hmm. you know? The game is definitely a little slow to start out, though. Yeah. Uh, because there's nothing on the board. You really don't have a reason to move the guy around unless you are trying to complete a goal, but it's better to try to complete goals later because your action efficiency gets a little bit better, I suppose. Yeah, but at the same time, if you can score a couple of big goals early, which is what I was able to do, like yeah. it really sets the tone for the game that you're going to be able to kind of pick and choose. Because mm -hmm. if you have like a five-pointer and a six-pointer in your opening hand and you can get the board moving in that direction to score them fairly early, I think that can really affect your game and put you yeah. in the lead and, you know, have people trying to play catch the whole time. Yeah, you whooped us. I think you scored, like, a 6 and a 5 and then a 4 or something really early. Yeah. And then I scored, like, a 3 and a 4 and a 5, but it just didn't feel like... it was Even though it was, like, 2 or 3 points off, it felt like it was really hard to catch up because if you just scored another 6-pointer then that's, you know, yeah. like two whole cards ahead of me. Yep. And because the game ends when the first player scores X amount of cards. Yeah, seven or eight, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it feels like it's really hard to catch up. Um, because I don't want to just complete a bunch of small goals because if I end the game by doing that and you already have more points than me, what's, yeah. what's the point? Well, something I forgot from playing this so long ago was picking up scorecards is a huge part of this game. Yeah. And being able to do that early and in the middle game is hugely effective if you can draw into a number of reasonably high-scoring cards and then use your actions to chain them together mm -hmm. and get multiple different things going on. Yeah, that actually seems like a winning strategy. I mean, when you draw the cards, um, you don't necessarily know what you're going to get. Yeah, there's three different stacks. So you have a general idea. Like, yeah. w one stack is essentially you have to eat bamboo with the panda. Another stack is essentially the farmer. Like, you have to have certain different heights or different numbers of heights of bamboo. And then the third one's kind of your tile arrangement stuff. 
you know, like having certain tiles in different arrangements. Yeah, and making sure you're irrigating them. So you have too. some idea of what you're doing, but not. Yeah, they they could be almost anything in that category though. But I agree with you for sure. Like a winning strategy is probably just to in the early game. Uh, pick up cards and then let everybody else kind of do their stuff on the board and then try to score your big cards later well i mean the nice thing is you unless you have a specific die roll you can only do an action one time per turn Mm -hmm. so if you have the ability to use one of your actions multiple turns to draw cards to try and find good scoring cards Mm -hmm. that's huge so I really like the board manipulation aspect yeah. of Takanoko. I think it's super cool that everybody's kind of working together to do something on this board, but they all have different goals. Mm-hmm. So I'm my goal may be completely different from yours, but I help you get there on accident. <laughs> well, and we've seen this in some other games that we've played for the show too, like Ecos. Yeah. Um, similar thing where you've got a community board that everybody's trying to manipulate that board to score the best points they can. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Takanoko is probably a little bit less... Uh, plan, ha, planning, yeah, then for Ecos, sure, for sure. But um, but I do agree that like just have, having fun with the board can sometimes uh, turn some like unexciting rounds into some awesome turns because mm-hmm. you can score as many cards as you have in your hand. Yeah, there's no limit. So yeah, somebody could just go from like, oh well, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to score anything to I'll Here's score eight cards right now. Let's end the game. Yeah, yeah, and it changes it really fast. So there's a little bit of up and down to that. Um, oh. I still think that would be extremely difficult to do. Like, I think there was one yeah, term where, I was, where somebody was able to score two cards and maybe three at most. But just because you have to have a fairly established board state to even do that and also get really lucky on the scorecards that you draw as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Uh, oh, we didn't really talk about them, but there are these tokens in the game <clears throat> that allow you to add or, I guess, restrict tiles. So the tokens are yeah. like uh, one uh, one stands for irrigation. So instead of taking action to irrigate something, that tile is always irrigated. Yep. Uh, another one is like fertilization. So now the bamboo grows twice, twice as fast. Time. Yeah. I think another one is like uh, the panda can't eat this bamboo. Yeah. It's <laughs> Which is poisoned bamboo. Call it what you will. I assume he puts little like stakes around it. Fence around yeah. it or something. Yeah. To make it harder for him to eat there. Uh, but I really like those tokens. Mm-hmm. Um, now in play they didn't feel like they were very useful or it was kind of like hard to gain the token that you needed because it was tied to the die roll you couldn't just take action to get it but i felt like that was really fun to kind of like manipulate a tile that i didn't place but maybe i know somebody is trying to do something so i'll affect their game plan there's a little Mm -hmm. bit of interaction there for a pretty uninteractive game yeah yeah i agree i think that this game does a really good job of balancing that player interaction mm-hmm. with not having a lot of really feel-bad moments either. Yeah. And because the board is constantly changing, and there's very few things that like actually lock in tiles. In fact, the only one I can think about would be the one where the panda can't eat the bamboo. Mm-hmm. Like That's the only one where like once you've got bamboo growing there, if you've got that chit on there that says the panda can't eat it like it's going to get to its maximum height and Mm -hmm. then it's kind of just going to be there the rest of the game Mm -hmm. that's the only one that's really that's the only mechanic that stops anything from really interacting with that tile and changing it for sure almost everything else either the panda's eating the bamboo or the farmer's growing it Mm -hmm. one or the other like (laughs) you can do something to almost any tile out there yeah i i guess uh, in regards to the cards, uh, what I was trying to convey earlier is that 
they're all really similar. And so yeah. it would have been fun to see maybe a little bit diverse, more diverse selection within the the card pools. Well, and that's really where that Chibi's expansion comes into play then. Yeah. Because okay. you're going to get a larger variety of scoring options and I believe a larger variety of options in terms of interacting with each other as well. Yeah. Because there's like a mama panda and a baby panda and all kinds of interactions with that stuff too. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the pandas are where it's at. I'm not even going to dignify that with a comment. <laughs> but I will say, like, the painted miniatures do look really cool, and so does the farmer miniature. Yeah. And they come already painted, so they just look good. They're ready to play. Well, I could see I could see this game being much more uh, strategic if just a couple of rules were changed. Uh, I think it's already a pretty strategic game, to be honest with you. Well, right now, I, I think that you can get kind of strategic with it, but at, the, at its core, it's super simple, which is positive. Yeah. Because... I personally think Takenoko is like targeted uh, towards like younger players, uh, just with the art style um, and with the game mechanics. You kind of want simpler um, mechanics so that it's easier for younger kids to get into the game, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but if you wanted to, I, I could see them just changing a couple of rules and releasing an expansion that you could play, and it would uh, vastly improve the like difficulty and options and strategy that you could have. Oh, for sure. And again, I I believe that's exactly what Chibis does for mm -hmm. this game. Um, so I agree with you. I think it's interesting that this game is pretty easy to learn. And quite frankly, a lot of times when uh, parents come into the store, if they've played like Catan Jr. and they're not quite ready to jump into a full-blown adult game, this is one I recommend because there's a decent amount of strategy to it. It tends to hold kids' interest as well, but they can kind of take that next step past the quote-unquote kids' games yeah. into the adult games fairly easily. Yeah, in regards to like just your general starter games. I don't know if that's what people call them, but you know, yeah. games that you can get when you first get into board games, like uh, maybe like Zoro or Catan. I yeah. think Takenoko is it, it's much more playable than those oh, yeah. other two over a long period of time. I agree. And, and that being said, like as much as it's easy to get into this game, there is still a decent amount of strategy to it that seasoned board gamers are still going to enjoy playing it because they're going to have to make some tough decisions as they go. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like, like, we were talking about the feel bad earlier, and really the only time I felt bad was when I just didn't feel like I could score points. Yeah. Uh, but that's not a, a product of the gameplay more. That's just a product of the randomness, uh, the cards that I drew. Yeah. Uh, so it's nothing really against the game. It's just kind of against the scoring mechanic, I suppose. Well, and that being said, like I, I think that it's a product of the choices you made in the game. Maybe. And maybe not being able to have... Maybe you just didn't draw enough high-scoring cards. Yeah, randomness. Yeah. I, I also did not value drawing a lot of cards because I had cards. I was like, oh, oh I'm just yeah. going to score these. Uh, but and Because you can only score eight, that's where it's like, yeah. do I just score the ones that I can to get as many points as I can, or mm -hmm. do I draw more cards to have the best opportunity to score the most yeah. points? Well, what's super cool about Takenoko in general is like after playing it, I felt like the mechanics were super modular. So if you wanted to, sure. you could change the way people take actions on a turn. Instead of just choosing one, maybe it's tied to like some worker placement thing, or maybe it's tied, maybe you take the die out or something like that. And you could really play the same game, but just with a different way of facilitating the gameplay, right? I see what you're saying. I don't, I think the die is an important part of this game though it sure is i'm just saying that like you could definitely play takenoko a different way oh, yeah. and uh it would still be the same game it'd just be 
different at the same time because you're playing it in a different way. It's like... Um, I mean, you could easily play this game and just be like, everybody gets two actions per turn. Yeah. What I'm saying no is it, it's got a solid core. Yeah. And it's just... And it's still be a good the game. The way you play the game is yeah. the, ran the random generator is the die. Yeah. And then you have these actions per turn. The other thing I like about the die is I don't feel like any one of those sides is particularly bad. No. I think all of the effects are good. And I think they are reasonably well balanced as well. The best side is definitely the question mark for sure. Well, it's because you get to choose whatever you want to do. Like you get to choose one of the other sides. It's obviously the best one. But that being said, if you really wanted to take two of the same action in a turn, but you end up getting, you know, a third action, there's probably still a really good way for you to use utilize that third action, even though you're not doing the same one twice. Well, there's a lot of on the fly thinking for sure yeah. involved in that. Uh, like now that I got this die roll. Maybe I want to do something different for sure. Yeah. And honestly, that's something I kind of like about this game is you can have a plan for your turn and what you think is best for you to do. Mm -hmm. And you roll the die and all of a sudden, well, wait a minute. There's a much better option for me now. Let's go that route. For sure. Let's uh, let's change the topic a little bit and talk about components. Yeah. Because Takunoko has a whole bunch of awesome components. And I it would does. say they're relatively high quality too, mm -hmm. uh, or at least impressive to look at. Uh, I mean, even the minis that come with the game are painted. Yep. And there's these bamboo shoots that are all different colors, and they, they're not just different colors. They have, like, little art on them, yeah. which definitely adds to the whole matique and ambiance. stack them up to make big old bamboo on your yeah. board. Yeah, you can just stack them up for fun. They're almost like Legos. They maybe. are fun, yeah. Not as fun as real Legos. Rich would not approve. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but I also wanted to talk about the, like, PlayerAid player board. Yeah, because uh, we always talk about the player aid, um, and this game player aids are a huge part of every game. Let's be serious; it's one of the most important things, yeah. and most overlooked. Because I think. knowing how to play the game is a pretty big part of actually sure. playing the game. But this player board tells you uh, what you can do yeah. on your turn. It doesn't have like turn order uh, or action order, but it just because you yeah. you get options every yeah. turn. Uh, so it's got the sim the symbolism. Um, on each of those actions, which pretty much always tells you what you can do. I can't really think of a situation where I wouldn't be able to understand what they do. And then it's also got like a little spot for you to put all your stuff that you accrue. Yeah. Um, in this case, that's bamboo tokens and irrigation. Irrigation channels that you can save for later. Yeah, which we never did. I, I did a couple times. Did yeah. yeah. I didn't know that was a rule um, until after we finished, yeah. was that you could save those. Uh, but yeah, the player is great, and it's got the same art style as all the cards, so it's not just like a bland yeah. card. It all ties together really do. nicely. Yeah, really fits. Um, and a lot of times with games where there's not like a centralized board, I think you need something to keep you tied to the game mm -hmm. because uh, if you don't have like a a big player aid or one that takes up space in front Some of you. Some sort of a player board, yeah. yeah it's easy to kind of like lose interest in the game because you're not focused on anything specifically. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a good good job there. I like it. It's got just enough space for everything you need to do, and it's got a little extra room, too, with some neat art with a panda sitting by a little house. Oh, yeah, panda's sweet. I don't know if he's <laughs> sitting by the house or if he's, like, hiding behind the house. It's like a garden hut. Yeah, that panda looks pretty devious, actually. He's now munching that I think down about on it. some uh, bamboo yeah, is what he's, he's doing. He's like, getting one over the farmer, boo-boo. Okay. It's a Yogi Bear thing. Oh, okay. Except in this There's case. There's no picnic basket. No, in this case, he's eating the bamboo, getting one over the farmer instead of the the warden. Sure. Or whatever. Uh, it has been a long time since I've seen that cartoon. Yeah. Well, uh, do you guys want to well, talk the, about The other thing, while we're on components, uh, this game does come with a really good insert for storing all the parts. 
Yeah, you know, I didn't even uh, notice it, but the tokens that you place on the player aid have these like little slots in there. It's not like a bag that you just put in a, yeah. a crevice. Um, and even the same thing goes for the tokens that you place on the cards. There's a little spot uh, for them. Or the, the There's a spot for the die. There's a spot for everything in the box. It, 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 it's a good, well-made game. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's just kind of mention that, too, because, like, Takanoko, it feels, to me, kind of like a game that you want in your collection just so that you can bring it out at certain times. Like, it's not necessarily the most spectacular game I've ever played, but it's, like, high enough quality that you can bring it out in multiple situations. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's a fast enough game that you don't have to you don't have to spend, like, two hours playing it if everybody doesn't know what to play. Yeah, I mean, this game, I think on the box it says 45 minutes. I would say it's easily a 30 to 45-minute game. Yeah. So I think it hits that really sweet spot where... If you have some not heavy board gamers in your group or you just want to play something to kill like half an hour or so, it's a good fit that you can bring it out. Everybody's going to have fun doing it. It's just a really quick game. There's a decent amount of strategy, a decent amount of decision making that you have to do, but it's not overly heavy either. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I didn't feel like I got brain freeze at any time playing Takenoko. Uh No AP. But yeah, it's it's very 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 nice uh, looking too. So just like sitting on a shelf, it almost is kind of like aesthetic, artistic. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't look like an eyesore. Not that board games have. It's to not look like just a brown eyesore. box with a name on it. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of brown boxes with names on them. Yeah, for sure. There could be. I mean, box art I think is one of the biggest uh, factors when it comes to selling a game, mm -hmm. like box art and hype, uh, because. I don't know this for a fact, it's just my experience, but like you either know what you want to buy when you go into a store, and so that means you've done all the research, right? You bought into the hype or, or uh, bought into what somebody else's opinion of it was, or you just are walking through and you're like, that looks like a cool game, and then yeah. you read the back of it and you're like, oh, these, this kind of sounds fun. So like the box is super important and Takenoko does have a pretty box and it looks very cute and different, like it's, yeah. like it's a unique game. I will say, like, just looking at our shelves, like, it does have a very different look to it than a lot of other games. Mm -hmm. And, again, this game's been out for quite a while. I don't remember the exact release date, but um, it was one of the, I don't want to say one of the first, but it was a little bit ahead of that curve in having some really beautiful art to really show off the box on a shelf as well. It was It was ahead of a lot of the games that have come out in the last, you know, three years that have beautiful art and maybe the gameplay is okay you know <laughs> like it offers you both of those things yeah uh well let's wrap this up let's talk about a couple of the things that you really really liked and uh we'll get to it sure i think first and foremost the one thing you need to know about Tak takanoko i almost did it again <laughs> is it's not takaido no um that it's easy to learn you can play it with younger players but it's still got enough strategy for adults as well mm -hmm. so it hits a nice sweet spot there yeah one of my favorite things about it was it felt cooperative to an extent and it's a nice like balance between pulling out a really simple cooperative game and a really simple strategic game yeah mm -hmm. um i think it just looks great both on the shelf and on the table and it seems like a weird thing but there's something appealing to playing a game that just looks good for sure uh oh i really enjoyed that there was a lot of different 
pieces that I was touching. So it felt like if I was gonna introduce somebody to board games, I could say like, here's a die, you can roll the die, here are tiles, you get to pick where the tiles go, yep. here's bamboo shoots, you can stack them up. So there's a lot of different um, like things that you get to touch and maneuver. Uh, kind of felt unique in that respect. I th yeah, you know what, real quick, I think I wanna add on to that and just say, I feel like the decisions you make in this game you're always doing something that has substance. You gain something, yeah. Well, you're, you're always you physically something. doing yeah. something. You're moving the panda, yeah. or you're moving the farmer and adding stuff, or you're putting in irrigation tiles, or you know, you're, putting out you're putting out tiles to grow stuff on. Mm -hmm. Whereas in a lot of games, one of your options is like, collect two coins, mm -hmm. and you pick up two coins, and that's it. Yeah. Versus in this one, you're always doing something. For sure. So I think that's an interesting variation that mm -hmm. I hadn't thought of before this very second. Um, the last thing for me is this is a game that comes with a great insert and it's got great player aids so it's not the kind of thing you're going to spend you know 30 or 40 bucks on a game and then need to spend another 20 bucks on an insert so <laughs> that everything is floating around in the box. For sure. All right well I think that's it for this week. 